Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. Hello, hello. I hope you are having a great time. Thank you for being here. It is episode four of season one of right up your alley. And we just went through the bitterness workshop. So often we want to create from our heart but we're never really taught how to guard it when we are building relationships, when we're building businesses, when we are building dreams, when we're building lives, um, let alone you know when we're buying a house. I see so many people in that stage of life and there's disappointment, right? But we're not always prepared in that and that's totally fine. But it's important to learn how to undo and how to get really re-centered, how to release the old, how to release that bitterness because it's heavy. It's baggage that's unnecessary when we are following the the pace of God and, and what we want to do with our life, right? So anyway, I loved being able to do that and I just pray that it helped you. And this episode is so exciting because once you've released, once you've gotten clear, once you're feeling lighter, it's a lot easier to do one of my favorite things, which is identify that big dream, that big thing. Finding your one thing to focus on is so crazy. I have, let me tell you, been extremely indecisive in the past in doing it. And, you know, when we want to do everything, we end up doing nothing. That is a huge lesson that I learned in the last four years of owning my businesses and building multiple ones. When you are trying to show up in 10 places, you will show up half to all of them and never fully be anywhere. And so the whole point of this episode is really to give you five steps that have really blessed me in the process of figuring out what my big idea and my big focus is for a season so that you don't have to feel like you're running in circles or lost or ever um, you know, close to an idea but not fully there. So I am excited to see how they help you and I'm excited to see what fruit comes from this. Remember, what is what is fruit, Allie? What does that mean? Fruit, it's like the beautiful things that come in life. Like the fruit of hard labor, being able to harvest something. And I think it's a really under 
underestimated powerful experience I think so often as a society that was I mean our generation at least has been given trophies for participation which is fine and inclusive but I think something that a lot of people don't talk about is because we were all given a participation trophy the people that won in our generation were actually the ones who just did as much as human humanly possible like think about you know the kids the high achievers in your high school or your college was it people who showed up in deep excellence in one thing or was it the person or the people who showed up in five different areas and just did their very best and ran themselves into the ground but they just touted the most participation trophies i know in my life that's definitely who won and i know that's exactly who i was and so this is a way to kind of get clear on one thing just to start and if you are in a place where you're feeling you're collecting participation trophies but you can't find your niche you can't find the one thing you want to give all your energy to this could really change things so i just ask you to buckle up we're going to go deep into this thing we're going to do it together and you guys it's going to be fun so before we do anything i want you to get that mindset like i'm going to have fun when i do this this is going to be awesome i actually believe that this is going to make me better right let's let's speak that over ourselves let's speak that over this workshop because so often in life we can just kind of go in and be like well i'm gonna get what i get no we're gonna get something good from this so these are the five steps of uh, just defining what your next your next big thing is and if you have multiple things let's choose one that gets the most attention right now so one i want you to identify your biggest source of satisfaction. For me, I'm gonna tell you stories alongside all of this. For me, in college, I found so much satisfaction from being with people. Like, being able to be present with people and cheer them on and work for a cause that I really believed in and loved, that lit me up. There was so much satisfaction in that. That was a incredible season and that set a tone for me for the rest of my life at that point I was a coach at that point I was you know really involved in social media I was doing all of the things that I actually do now but on a different scale because I hadn't given myself permission yet and I hadn't defined what I wanted to put my most energy into so what did that lead to it led to me I was um, the lead of marketing for one of the largest student run nonprofits in the nation. Um, I owned my first business, which was actually a cake, a wedding cake decorating business. Um, I got to uh, get plugged into so many internships, which is where I got um, interest in startup culture in Lexington, Kentucky and beyond. And I got to work at Coca-Cola. I got to do all of these incredible things, but I never did them well. And it was actually, it took me sitting down and being like, what is my greatest source of satisfaction? Not what is the best opportunity for me to get, you know, notoriety. Not what is the best opportunity for me to be successful in the eyes of others, right? Because I, I did those too, and they didn't work. The question is, identify your biggest source of satisfaction. And mine always goes back to people. 
it always goes back. It is so life-giving to be able to pour into others, which is why I am talking at this mic right now in a random room in my house. So know that I had to ask myself these questions before I, I stepped up to the plate to do this and be right here in front of you today. So what would that look like for you? What is your biggest source of satisfaction? All right, two, identifying your biggest frustration. Oh my gosh, I love this one because I think a lot of the times we might look at like the most incredible, exciting parts, but we don't actually take inventory of the things that make our skin crawl. And I know, I know you, I am sitting there. We are similar. I will sit in a room and look at the bright side and completely disregard the parts that I hate until I'm in it and then I'm a frustrated ball of fury. I really am. I am a fireball when I hate something. And that was because I always bypassed the acknowledgement of my frustration. So I bet, I bet there have been times in your life where you're like, "Mm, whatever, at least I get this, right? Forget about that part, that part sucks, right? But identifying the biggest frustration, the biggest one, it allows you to put yourself in a situation where maybe you're not up against that. There will always be frustrations. We are not in a perfect world. And that's part of work. That's part of the magic, honestly, overcoming the parts that aren't always as fun. But if there is something that just causes you to like, just light up in flames, if there is a source of deep frustration that you always witness in your life, Let's identify it so we can create a path and an environment and an opportunity where you're not coming up against that every single day because that's exhausting. That's a lot of highs and a lot of lows when you're running after that satisfaction. So what is your biggest frustration for me? With my wedding business, I did not have the tools that I needed to get the cakes from the kitchen to the actual venue. And it would stress me out so much. It is truly a big reason why I stopped making wedding cakes. I was like, I can't do this. I I did it in Kentucky. Y'all, one time I was driving my Mini Cooper down the highway. I'm like hyperventilating because I'm trying not to hit any potholes or bumps. And this cake, I'm watching this beautiful tiered cake that I have spent hours and hours making just melt. I'm like watching. I was cry laughing in the mirror and i ended up like running in it was at this incredible hotel i'm like in the freezer i stormed into the kitchen i was like i need this this and this to fix this cake and they're like oh dang girl been there you know um so much pity and acknowledgement and i'm in that freezer trying to just fix this cake up and you know it worked out but i hated it like it made me miserable that was my deepest frustration so around that i needed to build my business so that i could be in that satisfactory place of blessing people with a cake and having that artistic creative outlet but also not having to transport if i hadn't taken the time to identify that which i didn't for about the first 10 cakes then i just was driving and watching my my cakes melt and like hating my life so just letting yourself identify the part that makes you most frustrated is a blessing so that you can engineer your opportunity around it. So what is your biggest frustration? Three is think about the world's biggest challenge. 15 years from now, what is a solution that's going to make someone's life better? That is a really great question, right? And it changes all the time. And what's incredible that I don't think we're always empowered to realize is that what you detect, the trends that you see, 
the interests that you have, they have to do with a specific skill set that you've been given, right? Like some people don't just get hit with a stick and it's like, oh, she's good at everything and everyone else is left, you know, in despair. You have been given a a God-given gift. There are things that you can do that no one else on this earth can do. There are trends that you can detect that no one else can see. What are they? Think about it. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be Steve Jobs. I thought that forever. I was like, oh my gosh, in order to change the world, I need to go to Silicon Valley. I need to do all of these things so that I can change the world for women in the South. And that was my heart. And you know what? I'm back in the South. And I can change the lives of so many of them. And yes, I learned a lot in Silicon Valley and Los Angeles and out in the West. But I knew so much before I left and I never let myself believe that I had enough, that I had something to offer. You don't have to be what society thinks is the most perfect, successful, game-changing, life-changing thing. You've been given a set of skills and they're enough and they're incredible and they are going to show and highlight opportunity and change that you can create in the world, at your work, in your business, wherever you're showing up. So ask yourself, and you're gonna be really surprised, ask yourself, hmm, where do I see opportunity for things to get better and where could I contribute to that? All right, step four, this one's exciting. This is where we can get to action steps. I want you to start doing anything. Anything that has to do with identifying those biggest, that big solution, that big thing. Thinking about that, that thing that could make life better in 15 years. What's one step in the right direction for that, right? What is one thing you could do? An example, so for Bloom Babe, I see that I was working at Propel Women and Christine Kane when I had the dream that I was going to start Bloom Babe. And I was like, haha, God, like, I don't have any money to do that. And I don't know how to, like, grow flowers and wholesale them and run a huge operation like that. How is that going to happen? Um, And he made it so clear. He was like, what's step one? Step one was me finding this incredible flower field in North Hollywood that I would drive to and I would get to go in. It was all roses. It was absolutely incredible. Um, It is still one of my favorite places to date in this world. It's called Rose Lane Farms. You should go check it out. And I messaged the girl on Instagram and I was like, if you ever need any help, if you even if you don't need help, if you want company, if you want me to clean your toilets, I would love to come check it out because you've built something really incredible. And sure enough, when she needed help, she would message me. And I would get to go and I would get to see her process. And she's one of the most incredible rose farmers in the nation. And it was 20 minutes from my house. It was right down the road. And all I needed to do was ask. And I don't have a farm yet, right? Bloom Babe is not booming yet. But I have know-how because I started in square one. And I went and I found someone who had something I wanted. And I humbly said, "Can can I help? Can I learn from you? And you want to know something? There are a lot of people in the world who would love if you asked. So think about what you could start doing. Start doing anything. If you want to start your own gym, start working out, right? If you want to 
you know, open up your own media company. Start to read some books about it. Start to email some different editors. Start to understand what the heart of media is, right? There's so many first steps. What could you do that will move the needle or more so effectively put you closer to that goal in mind? And then this is number five. This one's really important. Once you have started to move in that direction, what's so interesting is when we do things where you put your energy, you're going to see fruit. Again, I'm saying fruit again, but you're going to see it. Like you're going to start getting connected. You're going to start to see, you know, new obvious things come your way. And you're like, oh my gosh, I just connected X, Y, and Z. Like, wow, I could actually do this, right? When you start to knock on doors, people start to answer. That's just the truth. So once you get to this place where you're making progress, I want you to proactively unplug. What does that look like if you start to move into this? And this is more a down the road thing. But if you're, you know, studying or connecting or learning or coming alongside someone and learning with her or him, then I want you to put on your calendar once a month that you unplug and you don't do it. I am such a, for lack of a better word, like a balls to the wall human. And I know I'm not alone in that. When you find something you love, you're going to want to do a lot of it. But being able to unplug and get away from it and then look into it and figure out without emotions, but just more of a business savvy thought process, oh, I could do this. Oh, this is a solution. Or maybe this is my my next best step. That unplugging, that stepping away for a second, that will serve you, that will give you direction, that will let God breathe into what you are doing. So invite him in because you will see what he's doing when you give him space. So thank you for listening to this. I hope it brings you clarity and you know the drill. If you have questions, DM me on Instagram, send me an email and get curious. This is such a great time to be curious, to knock on doors, to ask questions. And so I just challenge you to start doing it because now is the perfect time. I'll see you at the next episode.